0: it was better in the 90s what's up guys i'm kenan host of 90s point of view the pod all about real problems real learnings and real growing What's up everyone, welcome back to the second episode of my podcast 90s point of view. People born in the 90s will be in a range of age from 22 up to the early 30s. Some may still be studying in universities, whereas some may have joined the workforce and have a couple of years of working experience under their belt. What are we going to talk about today is how to have a good day in a bad job. There are many ways to make your day fabulous. Most importantly, it can be done step by step throughout the day. Now let's start from the beginning. 6.30am and your alarm went off? Well, I'm a morning person, so I wouldn't get grumpy if I wake up early. The moment you wake up and you are sitting on the side of your bed, start with 15 minutes of positive input. It's easier to achieve and maintain a positive attitude if you have a library of positive thoughts in your head, so you can draw upon them and if the day doesn't go exactly as you prefer. Start each day by reading or listening to an inspirational book to ensure that you have just such a resource at hand. When I'm scrolling the internet or social media, if I come across useful and inspirational quotes, I'll screenshot it so that I can read it over and over again. One of my favourite quotes is from Stephen Covey. I am not the product of my circumstances, I am a product of my decisions. Now life is a series of decisions we make every day, So keep your face always towards the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. Once you are done preparing at home, you commute to work, be it via public transport like MRT or buses, or you could be driving to your office. Always use your commute wisely. Most people waste their commute time listening to the news or making calls, texting or answering emails. In fact, your commute time is the perfect time to get yourself pumped up for the day. And there's no better way to do this than to listen to music that truly inspires you, and gets you in the right mood. Don't depend on a DJ, make your own playlist. Apart from music, you can listen to podcasts or audio books that are motivating and inspiring. So if you haven't followed my podcast, please do so now and it will mean a lot to me. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts and a few platforms more. The third step would be to tie your work to your life goal. When I'm at my workplace, usually I'll stay in a car just for a bit, listening to music, or I'll stop by the convenience store, sit down to grab a bite, get myself ready for work. And that's the time where I'll have a moment to myself. Always remember that there's a deeper reason why you go to work and why you chose your current role. Maybe it's to support your family, to change the world in some way, to help your customers, to make a difference. Whatever the deeper motivation, remind yourself that this work day, today, is the opportunity to accomplish part of that deeper and more important goal. There's a famous saying, love what you do and do what you love. The way I interpret it is that the work you are doing now may not be the one you wanted, but it puts food on the table. Use the job to gain wealth so that you can finally do what you love later in life. Just a brief background, I'm working in the construction industry as a quantity surveyor, and to be honest, this was never my first choice of career. I don't even know such position existed until I enrolled myself into this course. I have a passion for designs and photography, but I know for sure I wasn't cut out to do those for a living. Nobody likes to sit in a cubicle 9 to 5, working their butt off, working for others, but unfortunately, That is what everyone is doing to join the rat race now i learned to love what i do and for me my satisfaction in work comes from seeing the construction of a building complete and whenever i pass by those buildings i will point out and tell my girlfriend about it and now it's likely if you have followed the first three steps that you'll be already smiling if not stick a smile on your face anyway It doesn't matter if it feels fake, research has shown that even the most forced of smiles genuinely reduces stress and makes you happier. Does this mean you should be grinning like the Joker in the Batman comics? Well yes, if that's the best you can do. But something a bit more relaxed might be less alarming to co-workers. Now please don't start laughing alone in a train and giving out cards saying that you have a disorder, right? When you walk in the office and you saw your colleagues, do you give a nod of knowledge to his or her existence? Or you act all busy on the phone and zoom past them with zero interactions? Do you know that if you greet a familiar person or a friend, you'll nod upwards, whereas greeting a stranger or someone you are not close to, you'll nod downwards? Pretty weird, but it's true. Step number five, express a positive mood. When most people are asked social greetings, questions such as how are you or what's up, they typically say something neutral, I'm okay, or negative like hanging in there. That kind of talk programs your brain for failure. Instead, if anyone inquires, say something positive and enthusiastic like fantastic or I'm having a wonderful day, it's true that there are some people whom this annoys but these are people you should be avoiding anyway. I used to work in a startup company where everyone works in the same area. It's about 25 of us and usually when anyone arrives or walks through the door, people greet good morning. I think this is a good practice as it expresses a positive mood, not only to yourself but to all the colleagues as well. Let me tell you this, mood are contagious. If you are near someone jovial or cheerful, you have a grin on your face without even you noticing it. Step 6, you look at the clock, it's 9am, you check your email and do what's important first. That's right. Step 6 is to do what's important first. Everybody complains about having too much to do, but few people do anything about it. Vilfredo Pareto discovered the 20-80 principle. 20% of your activities are going to produce 80% of your results. So do that 20% first, before you get to the 80% of your activities, that is mostly wasted time. You'll get more done and you'll get better results. Apart from doing the important ones first, you got to do the most straightforward or easier one first. Tasks that can be done within 10 minutes shouldn't be put at the bottom of the pile, let's face it. There will forever be work and there seems to be no ending. So what we can do is to clear off the pile as soon as possible. Urgent ones are to be attended as soon as possible, and if we were assigned another small and easy task, just do it right away and not to be bothered with again. Step number seven is to avoid negative people. If you have been following steps 1-6, through you'll probably find that the most negative people in your orbit will be avoiding you, while the positive people will want to hang out with you and help you. Though it's true you can't avoid all the Debbie Downers, you can certainly find something else to do when they start grousing about stuff they won't or can't change. There are many types of people in this world, people who we can trust and rely on, people who can keep secrets and bring it to their grave, the hardworking ones, the funny ones, and we have the lazy ones, joker colleagues that do nothing but play, shit stirrers, or people that love to take advantage. Colleagues that freeload or just chose to not do any work. You can't change the character of other people. You can only change how you react to them. It is not your job to make an unhappy person happy. If you set out to change a person overnight, you will fall short and may end up feeling disgruntled yourself. The only person whose happiness you can control is your own. You can and should remain positive when dealing with negative people, but don't fool yourself into thinking you can cheer them up or change their mindset. Ultimately. The best way to protect yourself emotionally from a negative person is to be secure and confident don't let a negative person cause you to doubt your abilities or undermine your desire to pursue your dreams step eight wind down and relax now take a look at your watch it's almost six once you're done with the workday, fill the remainder of your hours with non-work related activities that brings you joy and help you relax. The analogy of recharge your batteries is valid. Failing to take time to relax and stop thinking about work guarantees that you'll begin the next day with a hangover of resentment that will leach the joy out of what can and should be a positive work experience. One of the ways to relax is to go for a run or walk. It's not a secret that exercising regularly will improve your health. When you come home from work, try slipping on your workout clothes and hitting the pavement. According to science, running keeps your brain young, fights off anxiety and boosts your mood. If you aren't a runner like me, take a brisk walk will do the job just fine. And it also gives you a chance to finish the end of that true crime podcast. Over the weekends, you can cook yourself or your family dinner. Personally, cooking something delectable is my favourite way to unwind. I find it completely therapeutic. Turns out I'm not alone. Cooking and baking are proven to boost your mood and your creativity. There's something about measuring out ingredients and following a recipe that makes us feel in control. Especially when we may feel helpless in other areas of life outside the kitchen. So, next time you are feeling crummy after work, pull out your mixing bowl and whip out something delicious. Nothing is more satisfied and rewarding than seeing empty plates. My favourite way to wind down and relax is to watch funny videos, be it binge watching a Netflix series or YouTube. Who couldn't use a good laugh? When your job stresses you out tremendously, Spend some time at home watching a funny movie or browsing the internet for the latest viral videos that'll make you chuckle. Who knows, maybe thinking back to those videos the next day will help alleviate stress as well. Now I hope that this podcast would shed some light on how to have a good day in a bad job. Life is not all gloomy and dark, and every cloud has a silver lining. So that does it for this episode of podcast. Until next time, thank you for listening. This is your host, Kanan, signing off. Remember, it was better in the 90s.